We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday. It's October 9th. It's 2020, and we're going to talk about the Game 5 of the Yankees and Rays, and we're going to talk about the uh, four-game CSGO North American slate for IEM um, that starts you know, today in the afternoon time. So if you haven't checked out CSGO, um or anything like that uh this would be like a quick rundown and um you know you could check out the specialist package here at rotor grinders this slate kicks off at three o'clock in the afternoon eastern time so we'll get into that um after we get done talking a little baseball here um this baseball game is gonna be awesome you know it's it's the game five that we all kind of hope happened and um it did so we're gonna have glass now and Garrett Cole facing off here, game five. And uh, this should be, honestly, this should be a great game. The Rays are technically the home team. It's a seven and a half total. Um, Cole is a a slight favorite here in some books. In some books, he's like a 150 favorite. So it's kind of a mixed, um, depending on where you're looking. You know, we'll start with Garrett Cole. You know, I think that, you know, obviously when we look at Garrett Cole, you know, this season strikeout numbers are down a little bit, but he's still 33.7%, you know, 5.6% walk rate, three um, XFIP. This has been a guy that's been absolutely dominant this season, you know, depending on what type of lineup the Rays throw at him here. Um, Meadows has a 33% K rate. Brendan Lau has a 27% K rate um, at Arena. 
30% K rate. Um, you know, Kiermeyer's at like 25%. Zanino's at like 45%. So a lot of strikeouts in this lineup here for the Rays. So Garrett Cole has a lot of upside uh, to pitch really well here through six innings, eight strikeouts, gave up two home runs in game. Um, I think it was game one for like both these pitchers pitching game one, you know, Garrett Cole scored 23 um, fantasy points and glass now scored 23.7. So um, obviously both these guys could pitch well, but they're both going to give up some runs. So we're going to get some runs here. This is going to be one of those games that, you know, we have two really good bullpens behind the starters. So, you know, finding some value on a showdown slate is always fun. Glass now on the other side, he's a 38.4% K rate on the season, 2.62 XFIP, uh, 14.3% swinging strike rate. Um, strikes out both sides of the plate. Uh, gives up a little bit of hard contact to both sides of the plate, which is obviously a little concerning here. But overall, this is going to be a really strong game, and both of these pitchers are going to pitch really well. You know, you should be – Looking at both these guys, um, if you're playing cash games on the showdown slate, you're probably playing both of these guys in tournaments. You're probably playing both of these guys on some teams. Um, like my single entry that I'll build for this slate, I will likely have both Glass now and Cole. Uh, you know, you could be different and take a shot on a bat at the captain spot um, in tournaments, but in cash games, you're going to play one of these guys in cash, um, you know, whether it be Cole, whether it be glass now, whichever one you prefer. Um, obviously like when I'm looking at it, I, I like both of these guys. Um, you know, I, I think that like Garrett Cole makes a little bit more sense in the captain spot, but I, I think the Rays are going to win this game, you know? So I, I kind of lean towards like glass now in the captain spot. Um, so let's talk some bats here. Like I said, both these guys are going to give up a run or two or a home run or two at that. Um, we'll start here with the Yankees hitters. Um, you know, obviously I like Stanton. He's expensive though. He's the most expensive hitter on the showdown slate on DraftKings, um, You know, kind of where I'm looking for some value is Aaron Hicks, 6.2K, going to likely hit like third or fourth here. Um, Luke Voigt for like just overall upside here. I think he's a, a strong play. Um, if Brett Gardner cracks the lineup, he's 4K, which is the minimum for hitters on the slate. So I think he is super um, interesting at that price because we are going to need We are going to need some value on this slate. Um, so getting a guy like Gardner, getting a guy like Hicks um, definitely gives us some um, potential value that we're going to need here. Um, so um, outside of that, you know, obviously Judge, you get a little bit of a discount from like Stanton. DJ Mayhew is probably going to be really low owned here just because – you know, Stanton's in the same price range. Um, so I don't hate him in, in tournaments. Um, depending on, like, who catches. If uh, Kyle Higg, Higgish, Higg, <laughs> Higg, we'll just call him Higgs. Kyle Higgs, um, 
if he catches he's 5k he has some upside um in tournaments so don't hate him you know obviously we're gonna have to wait and see the lineups uh the yankees they're less likely to pinch hit for guys they might run for guys later in the game um but they're less likely to pinch hit for guys and then on the Rays side of things like Azarina is going to be very low owned here. He's the same, almost the same price as LeMahieu and Stanton and Voigt. So obviously he's super interesting. Brandon Lau at 8K, um, very much in play. Meadows at 7K, going to bat lead off here. But we get some value here. He gets Zanino, who's really cheap. Uh, Kiermaier is really cheap. You know, I don't hate looking at those guys. If uh, Joey Wendell cracks the lineup, he's pretty cheap. Yandy Diaz, if he cracks the lineup, he's cheap. So you're just going to have to enjoy is cheap. You know, obviously these guys are pinch at risk uh, because it is Tampa, but I don't hate it. You know, taking some shots here like G-Man Choi and Kiermaier, they could potentially be pretty popular here just because of how this slate kind of sets up for bats and stuff. So, um, you know, obviously the pinch hit risk is there. You know, if you want to get cr- super crazy in tournaments, you know, you could take one of the bench guys, but I don't think that I'll end up doing that. So, um, I want the starters and, you know, I'm just going to kind of look at that. And then like, if you want to get into like using some of the bullpen guys, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta just kind of think like who you would expect to, you know, come in and pitch here. The problem is like, I was looking really quick to just kind of get an idea like price wise on some of these guys. And you know, there's the, they're the like Chapman's 4k. And, you know, if he comes in to like a save situation, he's a guy that, you know, can put up five to 10 fantasy points. So I don't hate that. It's really hard to guess who the Rays would use. Just kind of looking here and like who's on rest and stuff. It's it's definitely something like if you're playing a lot of teams on the slate, like me with one team, I probably won't get into that at all. But I would definitely like if you're playing a bunch of teams, you know, definitely get into like who's rested and stuff um, for the Rays, you know, because obviously that could be someone that, you know, could make, make a difference or something, but, you know, it's just, it's tough to really trust any of these guys. Like Diego Castillo, like he's a guy that could put up a few points. If he gets in there, it's just like outside of Chapman, if you think that they're going to win or, or like maybe even like Pete Fairbanks. Um, if you, if, if you think they're going to win, like, you know, just kind of getting some of these guys, but realistically I'm going to, there's just, there's a few 4k bats and I'll probably end up more on those guys than anything else on this one. So um, it's kind of it for baseball. You know, we'll definitely be breaking down the the slates next week as well, whether they're, you know, two games or showdown slates. So hopefully we could start off these, um, you know, showdown slates with a good one here on Friday. Like I said, Glass now Cole fill in with some of these cheaper bats and, um, 
you know, just kind of look and see who's in the lineup and who you could kind of take advantage of. Just, just to, you just want at bats. Um, at the end of the day, you just want as many at bats as you can get. Um, you know, when it's all said and done, that's what you want. So, um, yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk CS:GO. I, I talked about it at the beginning that you know I was going to break down this slate. Um, tournaments aren't crazy, like. They have a ten dollar over there on DraftKings that pays five k to first place. Um, you know, thirty three dollar two entry max. You know, finished top five in that earlier this week. Um, they have a you know some smaller stuff, but you know if you're if you're just just dipping your toes to you know get used to it, this is a fun slate. Like this this four game slate is super fun. Um, you know, we have three potentially good games and then one potential like blowout type of game. So um, this is, this is going to be a fun slate. So we start here with the evil geniuses and Furia. This is going to be an awesome game. These are two of the best teams um, in North of America. So, you know, Furia is ranked seventh. Uh, evil geniuses is ranked fourth. Fury is a slight favorite in this one. Um, like I said, this should be, Potentially should be a really close one. Um, you know, if we look at it, Furia bans Dust 2 at 100% rate, so we can kind of eliminate Dust 2 from our player pool or map pool. Um, and, and then, like, looking at, like, Evil Geniuses, they bounce around. They kind of try to take out maps that, like, other teams excel at. So, like, they'll ban mirage here a lot um and overpass and they don't they'll probably ban vertigo against furia furia is actually really good on vertigo um and they like to pick it first a lot so i think that like we see evil geniuses maybe ban vertigo from this one uh these two teams just played in pro league twice um so they've they've played each other like recently a lot here and they remove vertigo um i'm checking to see if it's both matches or just one so they removed it in one um and fury actually didn't they didn't even try to punish um so these two teams have met uh three times in the last month like last six weeks and you know, Furia has won back-to-back matches and then Evil Genius won the other one. Um, so could it could go either way here. You know, if I think personally, um, I think Evil Geniuses is playing a little bit better right now. But Furia definitely is the better team, you know, like just overall here. So I think it's going to be really close. Um, so, like, in the 33, it's a two-entry max. I'll probably have one team with exposure to Evil Geniuses and then one team with exposure to Furia. Um, so, let's look at the Furia um, team first, or Evil Geniuses. I had them pulled up. So, we'll look at Evil Geniuses first here. And, you know, just Breezy's the guy... Him and Cirque are the two guys that you want to look at um, from Evil Geniuses. And, like... Cirque is only 12. Oh, he's captain 12k. So, like, Cirque is 8k on um, DraftKings today. He's the opper. He is a guy that is going to usually have a really good kill to death ratio. Um, Breezy, he's a guy that has been up and down. He's been really good against tier, like, 
bottom teams, but like Fury has been a team over the last three months, last six maps they've played that like he hasn't been great against. Uh, so like that's a little concerning when you know paying for his price tag. But Cirque is a guy like with his opping ability and stuff like that. Like if we do get some of these maps that favor him, um, you know, he is certainly someone that you know can excel at these maps. So he has struggled against Fury as well. And like Furia tends to punish Opera sometimes uh, with the play that they play. So if they do win, I do think it comes from like Cirque and um, Cirque and Breezy playing well. But the other guy that like I don't hate taking a shot on in tournaments, if you're making like a two man here and you want to get off of one of those two guys that I just talked about, I think Ethan it would be the next best guy that you could potentially look at here. He's a guy that like can show up in these matches and do really well. Um, my only issue with him is like, he is a very like streaky player. He hasn't been playing um, well lately, but like he was, he's been terrible against fury the last couple of times they played them. So if they beat fury here, I think it comes from these three guys playing well. Um, let's look at fury. Like I said, I, like the Furious side better in this one. This is a spot that like I would much rather play them. Um, if we look at the last month of play, Henny has just been an insane. Like he is averaging 0.77 kills per round with a 1.42 kill to death ratio. Um, he's just been the guy that has been insane here. So he's obviously like the top play from this side of the thing. Um, and he's the opera as well. And like, if you look at his last couple matches against evil geniuses, he went plus 14 and plus, um, 30, the last two times these two teams have played. So the upside is really high and the floor is really high. He only has four negative kill to death ratio maps this month in the last 30 days. So he's been playing really well. Uh, Yuri and Casey Rito, um, both of these guys are super solid players. You know, if we look at like the last month, their ratings are really close. Their kill to death ratios are really close. Yuri is a guy that like he is finally, you know, kind of showing what he showed on land. So he's definitely been playing good. I don't hate him in this spot. And then Casey, um, KSC Rito, um, like he is a guy that I, I really like here. Like he's a guy that always plays this team well, you know, dating back and looking at like the last six months of play. These North of America teams play each other a lot. And in 14 maps, he's plus 25. He has a positive kill to death ratio. Um, he plays liquid really well too. So like he's a guy that definitely shows up for these big matches. So I like him as well. You know, definitely like the price tag is 7.4k for him, and the 8.2 price tag for Yuria is good as well. So, definitely like this match. You know, like I said, I want to have exposure to this match. I think this match has the, a good potential to go, potentially go three maps and um, really provide a lot of fantasy goodness here. Up next, we got Imperium against Triumph. Um, Imperium is ranked 103, Triumph is ranked 48th um, in the world. Triumph was trending in the right direction to be one of the top um, North American teams. 
And then um, Liquid signed Grimm and Curry started back school. And like, he's just kind of playing like MDL now. Um, he's not even playing with Liquid anymore. He's playing with Rugrats in the MDL. So this team definitely took a, a different shape um, over the last few months. Um, so, but like this matchup here, Imperium is one of the worst MDL teams, um, North America teams. I'm shocked that like they're into this the this uh tournament in general i was shocked when they like released and like they're in here so i really think triumph crushes them in this spot um i like the triumph side a lot in this one my only concern is like the pricing here the two guys that i really like are junior and curie and like junior's 9600 and curry is 8.6k i think junior goes off in this one i don't think it's even going to be close I think he could potentially be the highest scoring like player on the slate. Um, you know, value wise, I, I think Moose at 6.8 K is definitely in consideration. I think Penny's in, in consideration as well. I, I like cheaper guys um, from favorites that I, I think will win 2-0, get the round, not play bonus, get those 50, 60, 70 points. Um, they usually will pay off their price tags. So I'll definitely be looking at like Penny and Moose. Um, Shakezilla, like I don't think he's the worst play on this slate at his price of 6K, but it would be like I would have to really like my lineup um, to get him in it um, to just kind of finish it out. But yeah, like... Like I said, I think Junior has the potential to be one of the best plays. If Imperium was going to upset, uh, Wilkie would have to have a monster map and or or match in general. So if you are like in a tight bind for salary, I don't hate playing Wilkie at 6.4K. I could see him doing well, even in a loss. You know, he's a type of guy that could do well in a loss. This is closer like triumph doesn't play mdl but this is the a closer match to like playing mdl than some of these other matches that they faced already so like we look and they played rebirth which is another mdl team um was it yesterday i think so a little bit closer to like what they're used to um they played new england whalers which is an mdl team to open it up and like New England Whalers is one of the best MDL teams in North America. If not, I think they're nine and zero. They're nine and zero, and Team One is eleven and zero. So, like, those are the two like MDL teams that have been playing really well. So, um, overall, I think Wilkie is a guy that could put up a good score in a loss. So, like, if I was going to play anybody from the other side of this game, it would definitely be him. Up next, we have Liquid versus Chaos. Um, this should be an awesome game. Like, realistically, we did not really expect Chaos um, to come into this tournament and play as well as they've been playing. They face, like, probably the best North America team here. So, like, this is, like, the true test for this one. Um, I could see this match going either way. I, I think chaos is playing really good, but I think liquid is the best team in North America. So like, if you had to ask me if I had to pick like the best team in North America, I would almost always say liquid. I think that 
the pickup of Grimm, once he gets his footing with this team and like they get used to the style that he needs to play, he's just going to crush here. So, you know, it, it's hard not to like him in this one. But, you know, looking at this match, like I said, I think it could go either way. Um, both these teams love to play Nuke. And Chaos has been playing Nuke really well, but they play a little bit lesser competition. Uh, Chaos has been really good on train recently, but Liquid bans train 100% of the time, so they're not going to get to play them on that map. Liquid is good on Vertigo, and Chaos bans Vertigo 80%. So when you're like narrowing down your map pool, you can almost knock out train and Vertigo right away. I don't think either one of these teams are going to want to face the other team on these two maps. So we really go from a seven-map play like pool to five which definitely helps when we're kind of like digging into the stats of this one so i do think that we will potentially see nuke here um liquid's been good on overpass and chaos is good on overpass so like we could potentially see like overpass and mirage um it'd be interesting to see what we're looking at like map pool these guys played in september 1st of pro league uh liquid liquid one two to one and they played Nuke, Overpass, and Mirage. Um, hey, it's like I was just saying that. So, and nobody really went off in that match. It was, um, it was just, it was close. CS, um, Elise definitely played well in that one. So, uh, let's start with the Liquid side of things. Like, Elise continues to be one of the best players in North America, and like he just continues to produce fantasy wise uh, at a large rate. Like. My only concern with Elise in this spot is he's 10K and he's not playing one of those, you know, tier three teams, like lower MDL teams, like he's played the last couple days. Um, and, and I say that, like, team one, like I said, is a good MDL team, um, but like nowhere near the competition that he's going to be playing here. He is one of the spend ups on this slate. Like, if you can make it work that you definitely want to pay up for um, the guy that like it, is super underpriced in this matchup. Like if you're playing the liquid side of this one is NAF. Like he, they really haven't needed him to frag the last couple matches. So like, I can understand how and, and why his price is going down, but like they just played mythic. They, they rolled mythic yesterday. He went plus 13. They beat team one handily um the other day and, and like plus nine so like he's a guy that has only gone negative five times in the last 30 days he's been playing really well um he he's the guy here like he's the guy that should do well um in this match and should should frag well like i slightly worry about the map pool but overall i think he's definitely someone that you know you could pay up for on the slate and be super happy with the outcome at 7200 i've been playing grim a lot but it, i feel like grim was underpriced i think this is a little bit tougher matchup for grim so i worry about like his overall upside here i don't hate twist i don't love stewie i, I like some of the cheaper guys so i don't think i'll end up playing stewie here uh too much um, on the chaos side of things, like this is where it gets super interesting because they could upset, they could win this match, and they're really cheap, very, very cheap. So the first thing to note um, is Marky is not playing, so don't play him. Uh, Wrath has been playing in this tournament. 
we've seen a lot of North American teams kind of play um, with stand-ins. And I don't know if it's because like it's whoever they had when they qualified for the tournament that they have to use those guys. And that's kind of why uh, we've seen New England Whalers been playing with Booby and some of these other guys. So um, listen, Wrath has been fragging really well, you know, since coming, coming over and playing for this team. Um, so, you know, 7,400 for him, you know, obviously he's someone we could potentially look at here, you know, again, like this is a really tough matchup. He has zero sample size of playing a top 10 team um, over the last six months. So, you know, obviously you worry about that a little bit. Um, Zeppa is like the fragger on this team. He's always the guy that like, you could kind of count on if you're like playing this team, like he's the guy that you typically will have exposure to. Um, Leaf is another guy that can frag really well on this team. So like, he's obviously super interesting at 5,400. If you think chaos wins this match, these guys are super interesting. Wrath, Expa, X, Expa, uh, John G is, you know, someone that has a lot of experience and, definitely has experience in going up against teams like this. So, you know, definitely don't hate him. Um, you know, he's been all over the place, bad new bears, riot squad. So, and like now, um, like this is a guy that like was on the MDL all-star team. So they definitely have the upside, um, to beat them. And, and like the the price is what's intriguing. The price is super intriguing here. Um, to finish this off on this four game slate, we got Rebirth against New England Whalers. Um, Rebirth is a middle of the road MDL team. New England Whalers, um, like I said, they are one of the better MDL teams. Um, so like one of the leagues that is very popular in. North America CSGO. CSGO is very different in the States than overseas. Um, much more crazy and intense training, and the teams are a lot better overseas. So MDL uh, Mountain Dew League is, um, you know, definitely how some of these, you know, North American teams try to make money. Um, so uh, Rebirth versus New England Whalers. I I honestly, I don't think this one's going to be that close. I, I know that it has potential to be close, but overall, I think that New England Whalers whales on them on this one. Um, I, I think they, they crushed this one. You know, just kind of looking at, like, the map pool, um, Rebirth bans Vertigo 100% of the time. That's okay, because Vertigo is not a map that, like, either one of these teams play. Um, and then like New England where they're kind of bounces around. Um, they love playing overpass and rebirth loves playing Mirage. Um, rebirth picks Mirage a hundred percent of the time when they can. And New England, they pick, um, dust two or overpass and sometimes nuke. So overall, I, I just, New England Whalers is the better team and they should win this one. If you want to get contrarian and go rebirth, I would look at maybe like four pack here or Retchy. 
you know, Reggie's really cheap at 5K. Um, but again, I, I just I wouldn't go too crazy with this one. Like, I really like the New England Whalers side of things here. Like, Pone alone and DJ and Booby, they're kind of like cheaper captains that you can potentially look at. Like, if you want to fit in some of those players from the games that we were talking about earlier. So let's get into their stats really quick and then we'll get out of here. Um, so looking at the, like the last month of play for this team, um, you know, Pone alone, you know, obviously with Bill, B-Wills not here, um, Booby filling in for B-Wills uh, for this tournament. Pone alone's the opper. He's a very good opper, one of the best operas in um, North America, CSGO. So he's obviously someone that, you know, we're looking at here. I think that like his overall upside is one of the best on the slate. Um, just a kill to death ratio should be really solid in this one. So I really like him in this one. And I, I think Booby's in play. I think DJ's in play. Um, I could see going like a two man or even potentially like a three man of New England Whalers in this one, just because for the teams that should perform well on this slate and win, like they are definitely one of the cheaper teams um so yeah i think that um they'll definitely get some ownership here like without a doubt they'll get some ownership and for good reason right like i just you know overall i think that like building a lineup as i was kind of going here messing around with this um it's hard not to like them in this spot like you know the more the more I build teams, the more I think the slate's going to come down to Liquid versus Chaos, not Fury against Evil Geniuses. So, you know, that's uh, I think that's definitely you know one of the ways one of the ways to get different on the slate. I think the ownership's going to be pretty spread out in this one, and um, you know it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking some more football we'll do the football review with uh, blenderhead on monday so make sure you're checking that out it's always very informational um always recommended to everyone that you know is playing nfl so it's gonna wrap it up appreciate everyone listening we'll be back monday have a great weekend we'll see you then